0: This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. I'm extremely glad to see you this first Sunday uh, of the brand new uh, year. We changed the sign all out there, one side of our sign reads uh, greater things to come in 2021, and the other side, which is my favorite side, says happiness happening here this year. Amen. And it is going to be a great, a greater year than the one we just came. Out of this is the first Sunday of uh, 2021, and uh, this morning is going to be all about relationship with the Greater One who will bring the greater things. It's about walking and working with God, not about religion, but a living reality. And I want to invite you uh, to come. To Jesus today, to come back to Jesus today, right here uh, at the first of the year, is no better time uh, to enter into a covenant, which is which is expressing in consecration and commitment. Now, those are uh, common uh, words, but it's uncommon uh, in. Many's experience, but there is a consecration and a commitment uh, required by God. Uh, Relationships require uh, that both parties be committed equally, hundred percent, and that there is a consecration to that. In other words, that is uh, this: this is relationship is important uh, enough to me. That I value it, I treasure it, and I don't treat it just as a common, uh, oh, well, if uh, I have it, oh, well, if I don't. So the best expression uh, of this uh, where we can see faith in action and express our faith is a working word that's found in Exodus, the 12th chapter, uh, the 20, 12th chapter verses 2 through 14, and I'm going to read. And I want to invite you here at home. We're going to receive communion today. That's, uh, this this uh, service is completely uh, dedicated to the celebration that we uh, have for the wonderful invitation that the Lord has given us. He said that he set this in the church in order, uh, as a, a, a order for any time, any service, for anyone, anywhere that wants to walk in covenant uh, with God. And so we're going to uh, read out of the Exodus 12, verses 2 through 14. And while we do, I uh, want to uh, invite you that are uh, not present uh, in the house. Of course, we're going to serve folks here, but also uh want to invite you to receive this covenant commitment and celebration uh, today, you can participate uh, at home. Matter of fact, this uh, verse of scripture: what, there was not a corporate gathering uh, of the of the original participants uh, in this covenant. They were it was house to house, each house, uh, all throughout uh, the um, the people of God, the nation, the people group of Israel within uh, Egypt at that time. Uh, when this was instituted that was they were uh they were meeting in their homes. It was a family uh in a home so wanna uh, want to uh, pull that out of the religious realm where you think that only um uh that uh you can only do certain things in church, you are the church. And the church's best expression, really, this is true. the church, One of the church's best expression uh, is you in your ordinary, everyday life walking out uh, in the light that uh, you have. And how many of you know that uh, uh, I'm glad that this is always called, we call it a church home and a church family. But, you know, I've always uh, experienced God even in a greater measure in my home uh, and with my family. Uh, because... Uh, that's where we need him. And he's a very personal and present and powerful God. Now, don't misunderstand me. There's a balance between the two. He said, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. But I'm in my home more than I'm here in God's house. And, you know, this last year has been a wonderful uh, opportunity for a life lesson uh, that uh, uh, if we're not um, uh, doing the corporate gathering as we normally did, we're still gathering together in homes. The small group is the greatest way to grow in your relationship with God. So we want to invite you at home. All you need is some elements. And remember, they're representative of. They're simply uh, replacing uh, the literal blood of Jesus, the literal body uh, of of Jesus. And today's we're going to read the... um, uh, the uh, uh, blood that was on the doorpost and the unleavened blood. The, these are simply uh, the elements that we take are simply symbolic of. So if you have some juice or uh, and some crackers, a little some bread or whatever you have, you know. I mean, even if all you have is Coca Cola, that'll do. We're gonna we're gonna call it holy consecrate it to god today i know that that brought a chuckle with the church folks now they wouldn't think of that but i'm going to tell you what now uh i'm going to use what i have and what i can find uh it's not the natural things it's the spiritual uh thing that matters most and you can you can uh consecrate uh natural things for holy use the bible teaches this so it's perfectly appropriate and Uh, You have time. give you a little bit of time here. And uh, right now in the house, uh, ushers are going to serve the people, the elements uh, that... uh, So as we all get ready together, and I'm going to read the scriptures here. It says this in the 12th chapter of Exodus, uh, beginning with the second verse, it says, This month shall be to you the beginning of months, the first month of the year to you. And tell all the congregation of Israel on the tenth day of this month they shall take every man a lamb or a kid according to the size of the family of which he is the father, a lamb or a kid for each house. And he goes down and uh, gives some descripts uh, about that. Then he also says uh, this, that you take of the blood uh, of the lamb or could have put it on the t- on two side posts and on the lintel above the door space of the houses in which they shall eat the Passover. They shall eat the flesh that night roasted with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They shall eat it. Eat not of it raw or boiled, at all with water but roasted its head, its legs, and its inner parts. You shall let nothing of the meat remain until the morning and the bones and unedible bits which remain of it until morning you shall burn with fire. And you shall eat it thus as fully prepared for a journey and your your loins girded, your shoes on your feet, and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover for I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn. Born in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment, proving their helplessness. I am the Lord. The blood shall be a token or a sign to you upon the doorposts of the houses where you are, that when I see the blood, I will pass over you, and no plague shall be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land. Of Egypt, and this day shall be to you for a memorial. You shall keep it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. Keep it as an ordinance forever. I want to call your attention, uh, first of all, to verse number two, where he said, "This month, the beginning uh, of the um, the beginning, marked a new year." But it's it's. Very appropriate that when God is about to begin something new, that is that is the proper time, especially proper time. And I believe in appointed time. Uh, and the Spirit of God bears witness uh, to this. There's just a sense that what we do today is good uh, and right, and it is uh, it is a uh, a memorial marker. As verse 14 says, he says, Today shall be for you a memorial. It marks a time when something new has begun. And that new is from God. Now, he gives specific instruction. And uh, again, uh, over the symbols. The blood symbol protection and the provision of God. Where he said, when I see the blood, I'm going to pass over you the destruction that's going to happen all around you. Any plague, any destruction, see, uh, you'll be passed over. You know, it's all right this year, realize, exercise our faith today. Whatever, and, and there's going to be storms that come. There's going to be trouble that comes. There's going to be uh, both life and the blessing. There's going to be death and the cursing that takes place in 2021. I'm going to pass on the latter and claim uh, the first one. I've chosen life and the blessing that was set before us. And there's death and cursing. The the wonderful thing is we are free to choose. And we'll have what we choose. You can choose your seed. Well, this is a seed of obedience today, simple obedience to an instruction. And like I said, you know, when stuff starts happening all around, just say, I took a pass. You know, if you play Monopoly, you get the little get-out-of-jail free card if you did wind up in jail. But basically, you know, pass, go. uh, You know, uh, I'm not going to jail. That's not in the plans. I got pass, go, and collect my $200 as many times as I can. Amen. Now, the blood represents protection and provision. You'll be passed over. Destruction will pass over you, but you'll not be destroyed by it. The Bible uh, teaches this about unleavened bread. Now, the reason why it was unleavened, it wasn't raised bread. There was no time uh, allotted for for it to rise. What's that symbolic of? God is a right now God. God is a now God, God was in the past. uh God will be in the future, but God is right now so what he's what he's doing, he goes this and these people remember had had been there well over four hundred years, but it came down to the day of deliverance, matter of fact, to the night, and this was they're about to tip over. Uh, into take the next step with God, which simple step of obedience that he gave instructions for. You know, uh, no time to wait. It's now, this day, not later. You know, sometimes we tend to procrastinate or we project our faith into someday. Someday. When, even when we get to thinking about the future, we'll, we'll throw so much way out there into someday, and God says, no, it's going to start happening for you today. Right now, we're going to uh, do verse uh, uh, 1, is really zero in on verse number 11. He says, and you shall eat it thus as fully prepared for a journey, ready to go with God. Ready to go with the right now God and to journey forward with God into the future. And the Bible says that his future, he goes, I know the plans that I have for you. I have it all planned out. I've got I have set up the future for you. And 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 it is a future to do you good, to prosper you, to give you your full Experience in uh, in His fullness of salvation, healing, uh, spirit, soul, and body, deliverances. See all the promises of God promised to you. Yes, and Amen. Not not just in a revelation, but now a manifestation and a demonstration of those things it, it it's got there's an expansion this year first of all out from the revelation into a manifestation and a demonstration where you, where you where where you have it there's a possession of it that comes from a possessing of it you know it doesn't happen automatically They simply followed God and followed through. See, in 2021, we want to not just follow Jesus, we want to follow through with Jesus. Don't don't let, there should be no day that there is no thing of the kingdom of God and His will and His way being done in your life. Every day should be something, even a little thing, little by little, step by step, day by day, one by one, God will get greater things done together with you, together with you in partnership with him. So we need this ready to go. And that would be out from. When you talk about a journey, there is a from and a to we're we're going we're going out from and we're going into so out from the old and into the new he has set up for you greater things and greater glory greater things and greater glory now when we talk about glory we're talking about all that God is all that God has All that God does. Now, who is God? Well, the Bible says He is love. He is uh, light. He is the judge. He's all these things. So many names uh, where that is concerned. But um, it's most important that He is with you. And He is for you. Amen? Thank you, Brandon lost my sticky notes my whole life a sticky note it's all right so i want to uh in uh encourage uh, you today that uh, as we uh, enter 2021 and covenant commitment we ask you about your relationship with jesus as the bible says before we do this that we are to uh, that we are to judge ourselves, so where are you at where Jesus is concerned that's what's most important that needs to be the center from which uh we all uh operate so we're we're going to we're going to le we've left uh twenty twenty well some of us have uh, you know it's very possible that you Brought your suitcase and grabbed everything you could find uh, of little reminders and memoirs, memorials, that really shouldn't come in to the new. They were part of the old. And one of those things would be is that uh, one of the things that, that is the enemy of the new is when we overly remind ourselves and we, we seriously consider how it was what it was who it was before you know uh, before when before right now this is the this is the one we have today yesterday's done it can there's not a thing that can change that amen today will determine the future what we do today will determine the uh, future so before we go any uh, further I, I want to ask you about your relationship uh, with Jesus and uh, if if you're squared up where you uh, where you need to be uh, I rejoice with you I celebrate with you I call you brother sister I thank God that you're safely in uh, the house of God, the sheep of his pasture but if there's any doubt, there's any wondering whatsoever, if just kind of wandering and bumping the edges and not quite sure, let's fix that today. It's just as simple as a simple prayer uh, from a willing heart. So let's pray this today. Come into my heart. Come into my life as Lord Jesus be my rescuer, be my redeemer, I say now you are my God, and I am yours. I thank you. Amen. All right. Now, uh, together we're going to uh, receive communion. First, we're going to, as we take the unleavened bread, we're going to eat this together, as the scripture teaches us, in remembrance of... Uh, Jesus, Remember, Jesus took the bread on the last night said, Take this, eat. This is my body broken uh, for you. And his body was broken uh, for, as a sacrifice uh, for us. This is the meal that heals. So I invite you to uh, receive uh, healing today. Uh, and divine health, divine life uh, into your physical body. Uh, so... Uh, uh, invite you this. Uh, the Bible says that His body was broken. That sin would not have dominion over us. That your body, you would not be body ruled. That your body would not dictate, but that you would have an enjoyable journey uh, in your physical body. That you'd feel good. You'd look good. You, uh, you know, you you'll be good. The Bible says that uh, God wants us to prosper above all things, and be in health even as our soul prospers. So we're going to take and eat this together. Lord, we offer uh, up to you. We're ready for the new thing, the new now, this new journey, a new position and new condition. And we're here present today in your presence and we partake together. And we thank you for it, Jesus. The Bible said also that Jesus took the cup and said, This is the cup of the covenants, my blood, which is shed for us, given for us. The blood bought it all. All of it. Everyone say all. What would that be? It would be... It would be God's full purpose, His, His complete plan, His, His, His absolute abundant provision uh, for your life in all aspects, supernatural supply, spiritual, uh, relational, vocational, financial, physical, every aspect of your life, all things that pertain to to the life that God has put together for us, for you, the life that God has purposed and planned and provided for, all of it. All of it. The blood bought it all. So today we thank you, Lord, that you are with us as we are with you. And today, as we partake in in this covenant, our commitment, our consecration is to your will and your way and your time for us all of it let's partake together and we thank you Lord we thank you for all that you brought us through but we also thank you Lord that you are bringing us into the future that you have planned you're bringing us into that future. I want you take one final word out of uh, Philippians and this is going to be out of the Passion Bible. One final word of instruction and encouragement. Now the entire third chapter is available for you at any time. You would like to dig a little deeper, oh, because wherever there is is gold laying on top of the ground, there's gold down in there somewhere. And the Bible says, as you and I dig, search for wisdom and understanding. uh there are tremendous rewards, but it says we'll be re- we will be rewarded tremendously. And that those rewards are greater than anything the world can give you. The wisdom and understanding of God will give you everything that the world has to offer and more. And much more. Uh, The blessing maketh rich. And he doesn't add the sorrowful toil of you get it but you can't enjoy it. You bought the boat, but you got to pay for it, so you got no time to ride in it. Well, let's move forward here before we get to meddling in folks' affairs. Um, especially in the Passion Bible, this is, a, this is a, a wonderful read for your life. I encourage you, read your Bible every day. You want to be face-to-face with God? Put your, put your face into uh, His breath. This is the breath of God. God-breathed words, spirit words. Put your face in this book and you'll find God will be, will be face-to-face with you. He'll speak to you out of what he's already spoken. And it's a, oh, I'll tell you, oh, that's life to us. So Paul said this in verse number 12. He said, I admit that I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing now there's the first there has to be an acknowledgement and an admitting first to ourselves uh, you know uh, a lot of times you'll hear folks say well I'm okay I'm fine good as it can be well you know there's more that God has for you and if what you're looking at isn't it see let's, uh, let's raise our hopes a little higher let's Um, let's faith for it and you know at some point in time you got to believe it enough to say it It takes more faith to say it than to just believe it that's why what Pastor Sandy is declaring declaring miracles and declaring through word of wisdom word of knowledge uh, even uh, uh, miracles and, and gifts of healing are coming for deliverances are coming forth now listen it takes more faith to say it than, uh, than to just believe it say well I believe God does miracles I believe that God heals I believe that God delivers well you know but when God comes with specifics when God comes with specifics we, we must believe the words of God but we must also speak the words of God you must say what God has said, who you, who you should be, who you really are, what you should do, what you can do through Jesus, who gives you strength. You can do all things, all God things, through Jesus, who gives you strength. Even impossible things with man, but possible with God. I can have all that he purchased for me. Because if, if God gave me Jesus, he together with Jesus freely gave me everything else. Everything else. All things. All the good God things that he wants you to have to be a, a powerful witness for him. I was reading in Proverbs, the uh, third uh, chapter today. And in the Passion Bible it says, glorify God with your wealth. Wealth glorifies God. Now don't just think about money and material things. But be wealthy uh, in spiritual things, in righteousness, in peace and in joy, in wisdom, in discernment, in prudence, in knowing what to do, and how and when and where and who, all of these uh, things. Be wealthy in uh, in that you know God. In your knowing of Him. And then making Him known. Be wealthy. Lay up treasure in heaven. There will be people there. Because you are using your wealth as a witness for Him. I'm looking at spiritually wealthy uh, people. Because we don't do poor around here. We're not poor people. If we are poor people, I need to get you to agree with God and say, Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the weak say, I am strong. So we're not picking on folks when we say, if folks say, well, I'm just this away or that away, if it's not God's way, don't say that. Say what God has said. Agree with God. All right. So uh, maybe there's some room. Uh, maybe we haven't acquired the absolute fullness. Now there's, you know, now there's this, this can be full, this can be full, the baptism up there can be full. So fullness is relative, isn't it? Whatever, whatever capacity and capability that you have as a container. And that's why we need to grow in God. See, we come, we worship together, celebrate God together. We grow together so we can serve God together. And how do we serve God? We use all of heavens and earth's vast resources. They're all ours. Together, join heirs with Jesus as we're co-laborers together with him. You have access to every tool in the tool shed. Every field uh, on the farm. It's all yours. Paul said that. He goes, all things are ours. But they're for a purpose. They're not just for our own self-gratification. They're to serve God by serving people. And, and that's the greatest growth in our life. The servanthood. Let this same servanthood be in you that was in Jesus. The Bible says that my job as a pastor and a teacher uh, in the church is to fully prepare you for the works of service. It says, about, uh, and, until we all come to the full stature, the fullness of Jesus. See, you and I want to grow up into, into full maturity in him. Be all you can be, do all you can do, have all you can have for the glory of God, to the glory of God, of the glory of God. Now, let me read down a little bit further. So, you know, boy, you really have to watch out being self-satisfied because self-satisfaction has been attached in the description of a fool. And the and the, the literal translation in Proverbs, most of the time of fool is because a withering soul. See, anytime we get cut off from the life vitality union of God first and me second, see, oh, then we begin to wither. We begin to wither. Anytime we get cut off from serving God and serving uh Other people. We get cut off from the together with him and union with him and in our place and portion in the body of Christ. We begin to wither. That's foolishness. Why fool around with that? Those kind of thoughts. That kind of lifestyle. See? And let me say this about fullness. See? Absolute fullness is that, boy, you live in a place where you're so full. It just takes a little drop to set you off. Push you over the edge you know we were in uh um one of the big box uh stores in in uh out of our territory really we were up in Anniston yesterday uh, we we're going through the line and everything there was a there was a couple over here uh, probably our age or so and um boy when i looked at this gentleman i was just watching them you know not staring or being rude but you just you know i like to people watch don't you and they only had a few things and so they were she was uh he was handing her money and she was uh paying for it. That seems to be the normal uh uh way of things. And uh they weren't interacting with the cashier and everything. But when I looked at this gentleman, boy, my heart just went out to him. You know what I'm talking about? Com- compassion, love. I I mean it was like when Jesus said he looked at uh one of the uh, disciples he said and, and uh well it wasn't a disciple, it was the uh it was the um uh oh, the rich young ruler, it says Jesus looked at him and said immediately he loved him. There was just a gush of the love of God. There was there was the uh there was the the love of God shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Spirit. I felt that. You know. Uh, and 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 you know what? with God got long enough to know the difference between you know it, 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 you know what it is, what it was. And so as I as as that uh, feeling came over me, the Lord said, "He's a good man." I, I I said, "Yeah, he probably is, Lord. If you say you don't lie, if he you say he's a good man, he's a good man." Amen. So. But I knew uh you know in just as almost the same moment split second that the Lord wanted me to tell him that and I thought, now that's another thing now. We're in Sam's. This ain't church. He ain't at the altar. But you know, you can offer God an excuse or whatever. So anyway, <laughs> you know, and even Sandy, she goes, Whoop well, she goes, Come on, come on, because I was hesitating. And, you know, so they were following us uh, down the line. They'd split us in two lines to get out of um, out of the place. But anyway, because they're checking your stuff. And uh, so they stopped just outside the door. And so I went over and grabbed his elbow, and I said, you know, I said, while, while we were standing there, I looked over at you, and I said, I heard the Lord say this. He said... You're a good man," I said. "Are you a good man?" And his, I, I'm just trying to obey God. I wasn't, you know, I it's not my curiosity. I'm past that now, you know. I'm, I, you know, we're tripping, man. I'm at the boat on the water. This guy, you know, he's way taller than me. <laughs> his wife goes, "Yes, yes, he's a good man," and he goes, "Well, good as it can be," and I and and uh. And that was it. You know, walked away. But I, I, prayed a little prayer to seal the deal. I felt like the Lord's, the, impressed me. The Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, I said, I said, Men, I know you're ministering that to him. Let it, let that minister hit to him, specifically. However you wanted to do that, whatever, whatever you had purpose or of that. I thank you. There'll be an abiding presence, and that those words are powerful in his life. Because I heard you say that, and you don't lie, and your words are sent to accomplish a purpose. went on, had a great evening with my my lovely. Uh, there we were, riding right hold her hand, and you don't want to hear about all of that. but uh amen. Uh, I thank God after all these uh, years together uh, with one another, but also with Jesus at the center oh we have so much more to look forward to than we've been through and we've been through and we but together with one another and together with the lord we we win together we lose together we climb the mountain together we go through the valleys together we pass through the fire we pass through the the flood together 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 amen So Paul said, I haven't yet acquired the absolute fullness that I'm pursuing. Let me ask you, what are you pursuing this year? Pursue and you will recover all. Pursue, you'll recover all. Pursue, what has the devil uh, told you, lied about, stolen from you? Pursue. Inquire of the Lord to pursue, go after what you lost. He said, but I run with passion into his abundance. Let me encourage you, live life fully in 2021. 20, so that just only takes a little drop. All the Lord has to do is one little mercy drop, one little glory drop in your uh, on your life, and you're ready to spill over and overflow. Live in abundance. That's what God... God did not called you to live in empty. God hasn't called you to live in... Uh, He's called you to live in surplus, from shortage, from shortfalls to surplus. I run with passion into his abundance. Don't be a foot dragger and a slacker. See, a mocker or a scorner this next year. I mean, pursue with passion. To find some joy in it he said uh, that I'm that so that I may reach the purpose that Jesus Christ has called me to fulfill and wants me to discover i don't depend on my own strength to accomplish this however i do one compelling focus i do have one compelling focus i forget all of the past now here's the ki- The key, there's two little little letters there that says as. I fasten my heart to the future instead. So I can't have both. I cannot hang on to the past and fasten my heart to the future. I've got to let one go while I'm reaching for the other one. I'm going to throw my rope of hope way on out there. I'm gonna throw it as far as I can see and realize that when the, that God that God has even divine intervention that the Holy Ghost is gonna take it and run out even further. I'm just not gonna lock the line. I'm gonna let it spin here. I'm gonna let my dreamer spin here. I'm going to give God all the slack he needs to take me as far as he wants to take me this year, which is further than I can see standing here on day three. But I'll tell you, Jesus has already come to December 31 of 2021, and you are going to go further than you, you are going to exceed and see an expansion of the kingdom come and his will being done in and through your life like never before. Do not limit God to what you can see. Do not say, well, I heard that. Well, I know that. Well, I'm like God I never heard faith like you're going to author faith in my life this year. I've never heard about hope like what you're doing right now. You are my hope. Now, Now, Lord, boy, I'm going to give you a blank page. Teach me, learn me, show me. I am hungry. I am in the joy of a little child about to discover something I've never seen before. Here's something I've never heard before. Experience and encounter the new thing, the new now you have for me. You, God, like I've never known. before oh it do matter Uh, I don't want to be the only one but if it come to that I am going to be one in 2021 that believes the greater one for greater things that are to come oh and they're going to come now either on one side of the fence or the other amen I done tore down the gate the curse and death ain't for me. I don't hang around that side. I walk the fence every once in a while make sure there ain't nothing slipping in, but I'm going to tell you what now. You know, I like living out in the middle of it where the grass is green, where the waters pure, where the sunshine is. Out there with Jesus. Amen. All right, Paul said, this is not my own strength to accomplish this. So whatever God has, listen, this is his word. This is his plan that's in your hand. This is it. This is the directions that we're going to follow. The details will be in your diligent daily discovering of that thing. As you do follow and follow through, you'll discover the details. I encourage you to be diligent where that is concerned. And fasten your heart to the future. Let's look forward. Let's look up first. And then look forward, because he'll let's let's practice what the Bible says. Sit sit down with Jesus, and let Him show you what He sees. Let that be your position and your uh, perspective of the new condition that He has for you. He says, "This I run straight for the divine invitation, and that's all it is—is is a divine invitation." The I'll tell you what now, heaven and earth are your oyster. You don't have to wait till you get to heaven to believe uh, that and see the pearly gates all the while, all that God has. As above, so below. You and I are to live days of heaven on this earth as a witness for Jesus. That glorifies God. There will be challenges, but I'm going to tell you that's a wonderful opportunity to make some changes that will give more glory to God. Greater things. He says, I run straight for the divine invitation of reaching the heavenly goal and gaining the victory prize through the anointing of Jesus. This isn't going to be by your own power. It's going to be by the anointing, the person of the Spirit of God through the Holy Ghost. And let me simplify it for you. Pray. Listen. When you hear him say, just obey. Today. The one you got. Just make it your goal and your focus. Today, God invites me to pray. Get in his presence. God invites me to hear his voice. The word of his power. And when I do whatever he says, when I, when I obey, whatever he says. doesn't matter whether he says, you know, you need to brush your teeth today. You need to go to work today. You need to turn left. Don't go that way. Go this way today. Just simple, small things. But these little, greater things are made up of little things. You'll you'll experience and encounter the greater things that God has by experiencing and encountering Him in the little things. Doing the day with God. Together with God. Amen. So it says, So let all who are fully mature have the same passion. If anyone is not yet gripped by these desires, God will reveal it to them. How do you have confidence in that passion? Because... In Ephesians, Paul's praying a prayer. God, open their eyes. Open Open the eyes of their heart. Let them see the full glorious inheritance they have. Let those desires for that grip their life. Let the love of God constrain them. Let it hold the reins of their heart. That we're loving God more than we've ever loved him before. Greater measure of all things. Amen. So I want to encourage you uh, today, as Paul, there's one thing to change everything. He said this, I have one compelling focus. Let's focus on the few one things. And this is one of them, what we do today. This is a memorial, it's a marker. I've consecrated myself uh, to God. Forget all the past, even as I fasten my heart to the future. Because the past is the past and cannot be changed, but the future is where our heart, because hope is there. I want to thank you for joining us and celebrating, worshiping God, uh, growing together with us, serving uh, God, even you being in attendance today, uh, hearing these words and then going out and working those words in service to God and to others. You're blessed to be a blessing. I want to encourage you during. Uh, 2021. Uh, as, uh, uh, as we go through 2021, 20, uh, uh, come, let's celebrate and worship God together. Let's have some fun in serving God together uh, this uh, year. Let's grow together and let's serve God uh, together. I declare that 2021, I'm believing, will be a greater one, full of God's greater things. And until the next time that we're together, God bless